<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, Travis, we're getting ready to do Happy Hour with Leah Thompson. And so, you know, I have to do my best drunken Lorraine McFly impression, but I'm going to do it with good wine. Well, right, and we didn't order it in time, so we're getting the time machine. Go back, order it, and make sure it's here on time. Hello, Cameron Hughes (laughs) wine. I, I said the most important, I know you don't pay attention to me, do you? What? Okay, I said the most important thing ever last week, and you can ask all my friends. I would get my wine from Cameron Hughes even if they were not an advertiser. Oh, this all is true. of my friends are doing it, and they're thanking me for it. L- let me explain what it is. Just a little ad that pops up tells you what it is. Award-winning wines at half price. Need, need I tell you any more? Cameron Hughes goes to uh, boutique wineries all over the world. He, uh, he samples great wine. He's able to cut out the middleman. He brings it to you. I'm telling you, I know my wines, Travis. Remember first Chardonnay I tried? You forced and me to drink some of I it. I think it I was said, yes, lot 570. I'm like, this is a $40 Chardonnay. I know. I'm telling you, I'm paying $14, $15, $16, $18 a bottle. Tops for like the best Chardonnay of it. Big, buttery, like I like them. They, any kind you like... They have a lot for it, and they have the description exactly. And your fans get a great deal oh my God. if they order through you and free shipping, right? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tell right? Why are you it. driving and carrying cases around and all that stuff? It just comes right to your house. You heard the man. I love the Pinot Noirs. I love the Chardonnay. They have a great sparkling wine. They have a great rosé. It is summertime. Uh, I'm telling you, you got to uh, go to chwine.com slash Miller or text my name, Miller, to 511-511. Receive 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three-bottle uh, three order. Three bottles? That's nothing. That's what I call a good start. Text Miller to 511-511 to receive 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three-bottle order today. Cameron Hughes Wine, Mama's Favorite, Exceptional Value, Extraordinary Wine. Now let's do this with Leah Thompson. Happy happy hour. It's Leah Thompson. We are so excited. I I don't even know. I, I don't even know where to start. I just please can you send the DeLorean and let's go back to the future. We're not in this Trumpian horror show. Oh, I know. I wish it worked. I am uh first of all, obviously a huge fan, but I, now I'm a fan of your Twitter feed, of your activism. Cuz we were talking about this when you got here. I was saying, how can you not be political now? I mean, this is Really, our democracy is hanging in the balance, isn't it? I know. I used to believe that it basically worked. Like, my right. whole life, I was like, all oh, right, yeah, George Bush, not my favorite. Right. 
I mean, I had McGovern written up the side of my pants in Minnesota, you know, when I was a little girl. Like, I, wow. I've i always basically believed that our government works, but I don't think we, it was prepared for someone of this magnitude, of someone who had practiced lying and cheating the system and basically right. just trying to get rich. Like, we just weren't prepared for this. Right. For someone, a president that does not give two shits about America. Doesn't that care. That really and, only cares about himself and his I family. I mean, he, he kind of pretends about caring, but I've never seen this before where they just... Right. Such contempt for over half of the populace. Yeah. I've just never... Never ever, even ever, trying not to govern the other. Not even trying. Yeah. Not even trying. Yeah. And the whole party behind him. Yeah. Um, can we go back to the... Sorry. McGovern on your pants? It's a bad day. When you were how old? Yeah, I was in uh, sixth grade. And, okay. And George Nerd. McGovern lost really bad, but I had... Uh, yeah. I did, in fact, embroider McGovern up the side of my... So team. you are a longtime nerd. This is not new, being a political nerd. Well, not really. I mean, I'm from Minnesota, which has a really great history yes. uh, of, you know, uh, activism, uh, yeah. uh, union, yeah. uh, socialism, you know, it's from... All well You know, stone. there's a lot of... Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of Swedes and Norwegians. Yeah, and they kind of brought their political Oh, yeah, bent. Hey, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. No. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, for so my dad was like a really, like, you know... He was a, a, a radical in those days. But now this stuff is more radical. This is insane right. what's right. going on. By the way, we're taping this early. I apologize. I'm going to be drunk and beaten down uh, uh, Lorraine McFly. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the bad timeline. <laughs> Stuck with Biff. I was telling you, this is so weird that I have bouts of insomnia, uh-huh. Leah, based on the you know dystopian nightmare we're all living through. And I happened to stumble across Back to the Future. And I thought, first of all, you just forget what a fucking amazing film it was and how amazing you were in the whole trilogy and how many ver- you know versions of your character you got to play and but i literally thought how apropos is this we literally needed a delorean we need to go back before this whole stolen election and figure out because biff is president i mean I know. this is isn't this the, the nightmare it is the nightmare version. it is the nightmare and it all starts with money. I mean, I really do believe it started right. with Citizens United and all of that. I yeah. mean, you know, all that when, yeah. when corporations are people. Don't you feel like everything he says, do you hear in your, in your head now, don't con me, Biff. Oh, don't con me. Now, Biff, don't con me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just as we're taping this, to, he just picked the only Supreme Court uh, nominee that has extensive writing on how the president cannot be indicted, subpoenaed, or investigated while he's in office. It's insane. It's so scary, guys. Wake up. I march every time I can. We gotta stop this. I saw pictures of you with Laura Dern at the, the yeah. families. Uh, Dude, families belong Dude, together. I, look, here, here's Do you thing. think we'd have to march against no goddamn baby jails? What the... I mean, what? What do you think? What? I, I made Red Dawn, which was like the rightest wing movie of all time. Right. What happened to those fans? Right. Why is Russia suddenly what? our friend? The Russia. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was going to bring up Red Why Dawn. Why is this man? Because what the fuck? And Patrick Swayze is not here to save us, Travis. And the Russians, they always hated the Russians. And now the party of Reagan has put a KGB guy's choice in the Oval Office. It's, you, it's insane. You couldn't write it. I feel bad. See, this is what uh, happens for me. I feel... I have to reduce this to feeling bad for writers because right. how could anybody write this? This is insane. The notes that you we got just, back from the executives would be terrible. We just, oh, they'd be like, no, we no, just kicked wait. Off. Have so, you thought about a giant spider instead? We wait. Just, we just kicked off the free Happy Hour podcast with my friend Rob Reiner, and he's like, no, no, this would get rejected for a movie. That would get rejected. This Nobody 
could write this. No, and I do feel bad for Tom Wilson, who played Biff in Back to the Future 2. Like, really? Right. 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 That was the most prescient thing they got, right? I was reading, actually reading a lot about you today. (laughs) But Uh, um, I loved what you said in one interview, because I just thought, think, please, God, let us be at this moment in our history. But you were talking about that key moment. You said the key theme, I think, is about the idea that one moment can change your life forever, that one moment of standing up for yourself or having the courage against a bully could change your life forever, like when George punches Biff and saves Lorraine. Who are we going to get to punch Biff, okay? Like, this is Bob Mueller! Please, Bob <laughs> Mueller. I mean... Be George. Uh, right. Uh, right. Yeah, I know. I think it's really... It's, it's up to us all now. It's not really about... But this, Democrats and Republicans. No, it's about stop the insanity, stop it's a, money right. running our entire country. Don't you think? I keep saying this, Leah, that this election is not about liberals or conservatives. It's about you know decent people and and Trump supporters, people that think it's. I don't know if you saw some of these people at the rally, like laughing and mocking brown kids in cages that we stole from their parents. Like you're just like I, it's. I also have this, I'm a very nice person. I'm from Minnesota. I've got this Pollyanna attitude. And this is actually... I mean, it's not Canada nice, but it's nice. It's almost Canada nice. But I really always believe that most people are good. And it's really shocking to me to see this really, really scary underbelly that's calling itself Christianity. I know. How is that Christianity? How is that? It's everything against Christianity. And should we be surprised to see Corey Lewandowski mocking, you know, a disabled you know kid that's in a cage separated from her because we're going no he because he works for the guy that mocked the disabled reporter and everybody was There's okay all, with that exactly and then whenever i get into some kind of talk with someone there's all this false equivalency like yes the emails equal the insanity of, of trump playing golf every weekend right. like like right. the insanity of him saying you know that Obama wasn't born here. The insanity right. of going against immigrants when his wives were immigrants. Right. Like, what is wrong with this man? Right. Right. He'll do anything well, to get rich, and that's the scariest, scariest yeah. part of America. Yeah. But I mean, it really, it, it just really was pressure. Not just you were booked this week, but that I'm watching Back to the Future. And I thought that's what it feels like, doesn't it? Some weird, horrible, like evil parallel universe or some kind of like wormhole in the universe that we've fallen through that you're like, this was not supposed to happen. No, no I mean, and I we see were you just not prepared for such a crook. And, a and you were and you've tweeted a lot about I, I mean, don't get me started on Trump Russia. I mean, you you said, you know, you tweeted Russian TV boasts about getting Trump elected. Uh, this is insane. What is going on? A Washington Post story on senators going to Russia on Fourth of July. And then coming back and insane. going, oh, this election thing is overblown. Let's just lift the sanctions. Insane. Insane. <laughs> insane. It's, it's like you just couldn't write it. And that it, it, each story is more crazy than the next. And, if, right. and, and I don't know who we're going to have to come out and fight this. Fight this fire right. with fire. Because we are just naturally, just naturally because we're trying to be fair and we're trying to be correct, politically correct. And we're trying to, I mean, yeah. look what happened to Al Franken. I know. Thank you. Like oh, hardly, don't get me started. I mean, it's insane. We. I, this is what I keep saying, Leah. We've we got to, to fight ourselves. differently. We bite our arms off. Mm-hmm. I just, I just we met bite o- our arms off. I just met Obama last week and got to hear him speak at the fundraiser he was at. And I was saying, like, basically, his message is, what did I tell you motherfuckers about voting? Like, this democracy doesn't work unless you vote. And I, I just, but I feel like there was no resistance then, Leah. We didn't, we didn't have his back. We weren't, we should have been in the streets over Merrick Garland. 
you know, and he should have been talking about Russia every day. Screw Mitch McConnell, you know. I mean, it's, it's can we talk about that man? Yeah, he's from the tiniest little town in Kentucky. Right, he's ruling all of us. He's telling us all how to live, how to think, what right. to do with our vaginas. Mm-hmm. Like, who is this man? I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I mean, he's not. They're not representing Mitch McConnell near the, my vagina. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's gag worthy, isn't it? That's a dark place to go. It's a very dark dark place place to go. go But come on. I'm sorry. It's a happy hour. (laughs) That is not a happy hour. That's why she's drinking. (laughs) I'm doing this for America, Travis. Yes. We're taking this very early. I'm sorry. We should be funnier. I don't know. No, it is. No, but you know, we all have to get this out of our system. That's what's going on right now. I know. You retweeted David Korn. In many ways, the media presents the Russia scandal mostly as a political threat to Trump, not as a serious threat to the nation. This is why, you know, I have Malcolm Nance on every week. He just wrote a sequel to The Plot to Hack America, The Plot to Destroy Democracy. It's it like, is. This is not even just about America now. We're finding out that Russia, I knew Brexit was dirty. Like, it's all, I mean, what was the tweet I read today about, ask your doctor if a period of geopolitical upheaval is right for you. <laughs> it's I'm up every night drinking and watching Back to the Future. I can't. <laughs> I mean, I it, this is, but you know what I'm saying, Leah? It is a movie plot that you couldn't write, that you go, this is worldwide. It is, uh, the treason is happening right in the open. He's meeting with Putin with nobody else there. After all this. It's insane. And it, even to this morning, all his talking points are Putin's bashing NATO, bashing EU. It's terrifying. They've got yeah. to stop. Isn't there yeah. any hero in the Republican Party to stop this? Isn't there anybody that's yeah. actually Christian? Yeah. Well, right now we need Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski to vote yeah. against. Isn't this the point in the movie um, where John McCain comes back? Isn't this the point in the movie battling. where some of them grow some balls and right. like go like it doesn't matter? I, right. I'm going to retire. I can make a, a whole bunch more money, yeah. you know, on the talk show circuit than I can in the. And you've got Corker and Flake both retiring right now. Yeah. There. Well, you have they should. any number Leah, of prominent. Well, if they're retiring, why don't they stand up? Exactly. Yeah, why don't Thank they stand you. Up and be I was heroes. just thinking that today. Why don't they be heroes today? Why don't? Why doesn't Jeff Flake and I? I Leo, we keep talking about, I get that he's awful on every issue we care about, Kavanaugh, but why are they not saying someone under criminal investigation doesn't get to choose the judge in their trial? We are a nation of laws. Like, It's so shocking that it doesn't work. I thought it worked. I thought it basically worked, but I think this is the thing that I'm talking about today, is that it worked because basically people are basically decent. But this man had so much... Right. So much practice being a charlatan yeah. and a liar yeah. and a cheat and a thief. We weren't prepared. We were not prepared for a president that had yeah. no morals. Oh my that God. had no read, one to answer did you to read money. Jonathan Chait's piece in New York Magazine. It's about how this could be way deeper and darker than we even know yet. And it's pretty bad what we know, but how long he may have been a Russian ac- um, um, oh asset. Oh, that I he know. was cultivated from probably the time he was over there, you know. With the pageant, I mean, it just, it, it's, it literally is, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but you're just like, every part of this story that comes out, you go, oh, oh, holy shit, you know, and how much more obvious does it have to be? How much more money does the man need? Right. I mean, that's what it's all about. Right. It's about money. Right. And so how much more money? I mean, wouldn't he want to be As long as he has money for gum in prison, what do we care? It's just insane. It's um, all insane. And it's just crazy every day. And I, want, I was talking to someone yesterday, and they said, um, what percentage of your depression 
is about Trump. Like, let's all exactly. decide what percentage of our depression right. every yeah. day is, is added to. Like, I say this all the time, Lee, is that I know I shouldn't process it personally. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, and I've never hated anyone. I just, I, I, I fucking hate him. And I, and, and I process it like personal stress. And I think that it's really quite serious. I mean, I've lost a couple of I've lost at least one friend to substance abuse that that this was part of it. People that are already struggling. Right. What percentage with of depression, depression, with substance abuse, with whatever. Yeah. Anger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's a it's really, really an interesting thought. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. I know you're straight and happily married and have fantastic kids and all that. And, um, I, you know, but I've like everyone else has have had a crush on you my whole life. But I feel like we'd be bad together because we would just get each other all whipped up. <laughs> Every night, just right, just even this. I just feel like we're stressing each other out even more. It's just, not we're not bad. even, we're not making it better in any way. We're just like, right, Jesus. Well, but here's the bonding. deal: you can march, yes. and you can see the movie The Year of Spectacular Men and rent it. Oh my God! Can we? All right, let's talk about. So, all right, you can... she directed a movie. I, I'm watching the first scene, just the first scene. I'm like, wow, those. Two girls are gorgeous and great actresses, and they remind me of... So- they're both your daughters, so you directed it. Um, Marilyn wrote it, right? Madeline. Yeah, Madeline. Madeline. I'm sorry, Madeline. Yeah, Hang she on. Wrote it. And she also Hang scored on. it. You skipped ahead in That's the okay. show prep, for God's sakes. Give I'm me a sorry. Second. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was but just making a happy fun, segue. Something fun, in, something fun in life for a little while here. Yeah, I can tell some I jokes. cannot wait to... I've watched... A joke. Um, <laughs> I got. I can't wait to watch the whole thing. It is... Uh, um, but here... It's called The Year of Spectacular Men. Um, it is a family affair uh, directed by Leah Thompson, written by her daughter Madeline Deutsch, who also uh, wrote the music mm-hmm. and co-stars with her sister Zoe Deutsch, who co-produced it with their father, director Howard Deutsch. Um, okay, here's what Travis and I were talking about. Because you and I, we discovered are the same age. We were born in 1961. I went to, I graduated USC Theater with uh, Eric Stoltz, who starred with you, of course, in Love That Movie, uh, as some kind of wonderful... Um, but this one, who is Zoe Deutsch's mom, Leah Thompson? Okay, that made me feel so old. Because so I'm, I'm like, are you mother kids kidding me? Wait, this is like when your kid goes, oh, was Paul McCartney in another band before Wings? Like, that's no. This is this is why I never give you show puff from Pop Sugar, because you'll right? never get their reference. Oh, no, no. What do you mean? Who is Lo- Zoe Deutsch's mom? Who's I, Zoe Deutsch? Wh- that's what I said, and she's fantastic, and I apologize, <laughs> I mean, really, this is uh, this is how I knew when I was dating someone too young. She was 17 years younger than me. And I was like, Carol Burnett, you know, is my idol. And she goes, oh, she's so mean. And I was like, oh, you only, you only saw her nanny. OK, she had a show before that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't realize that Zoe was her daughter because um, Everybody Wants Some mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And it's, um, it's set it up is perfect. on Netflix, right? Is her? Yeah, yeah. I, I just love this. If you've watched Netflix for Minicani, set it up. You might wonder why the frazzled uh, aspiring journalist played by Zoe Deutsch reminds you of someone that you already know from Hollywood. In fact, she looks a lot like the mother in Back to the Future and Tom Cruise's love interest in All the Right Moves. That's because Deutsch's mother. I'm like, are you kidding me? Of course it's Le- Leah Thompson. I beg your pardon. I am not that old. <laughs> She is Zoe's a princess. She's you are the queen. Yes. Oh, you know I'm I'm proud of my kids. I'm proud that they you know are trying to change the world. Zoe is actually really really active in politics, and you know is she's she really always taking one for the team. I mean she's you know she was she was showing me what she wants to tweet about Planned Parenthood and the Aye. speech that she gave for Planned Parenthood. She. 
she just introduced Hillary. She was always fighting. She was there when she was nominated. She's always been really how old Zoe? Upfront. Uh, she's twenty three. Yeah, really strong and sees how important it is. Can you believe that your twenty three year old daughter has to worry about losing <laughs> the right to choice? Can you? I mean, it's like the older women we see in our, all our marches that say, "I can't believe I have to protest this shit again." <laughs> yeah, but here's the deal: that's really awful, and that's a deal. Like she has privilege, so she'll always be okay. It's for all the people Thank that you. don't have privilege. That's what I said. This is all those this poor is sentencing poor women to die. Oh, rich, yeah. rich women will always get abortions. They'll find a way. You know, rich Republicans yeah. will always be able to pay oh, for yeah. their mistresses' abortions. I mean, when are we going to find the ones that he has in his closet? Oh, he who will not be named. Yeah, now's a good time to step forward. Ah, please, by the way, girls, if help you us out. had a baby with David Dennison. Oh my God! Um, <laughs> but it's it's it is for the look. I am. I'm a union girl from Minnesota, a mother of two, a working mom, and I get this crap all the time, like, shut up, you just make movies, and why don't you do something? You shouldn't yeah. open your mouth. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Wait, right, and Donald what Trump does is- that mean? Just because I make movies? Just because you thought I was cute in 1980, I shouldn't open my mouth? Re- he's That's a reality ridiculous. show clown. He's a coastal oh elite. I mean, I have to say, some of our fiercest voices, people like you and Alyssa Milano and everyone we ever had a crush on, is... <laughs> I'm not fierce but and seriously. I'm not smart. I mean, I don't remember names. Like, you know how we're all playing adult right. charades right. right now? Like, that guy, that guy, like, yeah. the guy that was, you know, with the blonde hair. You know, no one can remember anything. So, if I get in, a, if, if I get in some kind of match with somebody who's like a right. loud mouth... With the stupid false equivalency crap right, that right. they throw at the me. What all about the time? us? Oh, but what about the 10 minute Yeah, but Clinton got a blowjob. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, does this even compare to this crap? Yeah. Does it clear to he blowing gets... Vladimir Putin? I don't think so. No. So, anyway, I'm not <sighs> the best loud mouth, but I yeah. will march and I will retweet because yeah. I'm just not smart enough. Oh, please. <laughs> you are very smart. You sound smart no, like I mean, to this me. This is what I don't get. We have to stop. You're I right. Know. You're right about Franken, about he is killer smart he should not have stepped down we should have had his fucking back we have to have maxine waters back we can't we we have got to fight differently it doesn't mean we have to lie and cheat and steal like they do but but i but we have to we keep bringing a, a knife to a gunfight i know because we have never dealt with such a lying cheat yeah charlatan yeah it's just never yeah, even the, happened the fact that al franken took goofy pictures when he's a comedian or did oh. whatever I mean, I'm just like, it's really? It's such false that's, equivalency. That's the false equivalency right there. Yeah. Perfect. It's, exactly. And that's all they're throwing at us all the time. Yeah. And I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can't cave to it, man. I just, it, it's like, he, the guy in the Oval Office has been accused of sexual assault. How many times? And you're you're just, I, I, in the civility you debate. you and I probably both know somebody that he's, he's yeah. assaulted. Yeah. We've met them. Yeah. But what, I, okay. And here's the other thing. When you, pardon me, I was, <laughs> Hi, I'm drunk Lorraine McFly. Tec- I am beating down my own. Technically, that's a sponsor Cameron, for the show. Hughes, Cameron Hughes 549 is fantastic, everybody. Looks and smells delicious. Lot 549 Chardonnay. And you get more beautiful every you. drink you take. <laughs> it really, don't, tell, don't let people tell you it doesn't help. It helps. It's not a drinking problem, Lorraine. It's a preservative. It's a, it's a solution. <laughs> it is a solution. Especially right now. I even have the t-shirt. I don't know how much longer my liver can take Donald Trump's presidency. Uh, Travis, I, 
I don't even know what I, I, I have out of words about Cameron Hughes wine. It is so good. You're almost out of wine too. I'm going to get in the DeLorean time machine. Go back in time. Thank order you. Order you more bottles of wine. You thank never you. have enough. Yeah, you know why? Because we're in the middle of Red Dawn. Mama needs her. Uh, Mama needs her medicine. I'm telling you. Can you can pour some in the radiator of the car this time. I, listen <laughs> to me. This is the most amazing invention since the since fire. I'm telling you, this is, let me explain Since what this is. Since bread, you have not had anything this convenient in your life. This is not a winery. This is what I thought at first. This is, uh, Cameron Hughes goes all over the world, tastes uh, uh, great wine from boutique wineries, and brings it to you at half the price. Uh, I, 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 what do I even say about, well, you know, Chardonnay Lot 570. That's your favorite. Right? And you, every description is on there, so you know what you like and what they have. I have loved every Chardonnay they have. The Pinot Noirs are fantastic. Um, I believe I did Lot 549 Pinot Noir just last night. It was unbelievable. Um, the guy who owns the show is trying to kill me for life insurance. Uh, loved the Zinfandel. You know He's a big red guy. What you need to do is when you find these lots, yeah. buy it in a big batch because they might run out of it. You I'm don't telling get you. get it while it's still available. I'm telling you. you got to get it. Uh, my friend Marsha was like, uh, they're out of that one. And I'm like, trust me, they have tons of great ones and there's going to be more. You just got to uh, go to chwine.com slash Miller. See what they've got. Read the description. See the prices. You won't believe it. I'm telling you, it is it, it is half the price. Well, you just have to read the description. Yeah. It will yeah. t- you will know if this is your kind of wine. It's going to give you a full description, the yep. great flavors. Yep. You know what you like. Cameron Hughes is a guy. He's coming down to do a tasting with us. He is handsome. He is romantic. And he Bring stands behind and guarantees 100% of every bottle of wine he sells. His name's on the label, for God's sakes. Um, go to chwine.com now. That's chwine.com slash Miller. Or text my name, Miller, to 511-511. You get 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three-bottle order. What? On top of the already great prices, text Miller to 511-511. Get 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three-bottle order today. Cameron Hughes Wine. Exceptional value. Ex- extraordinary wine. And now, back to Leah Thompson. Wait, what was I saying? Oh, well, like out here, Schwarzenegger. Like, what? how are we like, oh, yes, and Charlie Daniels is an Iraq war expert. Remember on Fox News they had him on? Like, what? We have to stop going, oh, our celebrities need to shut the fuck up, and their celebrities can be governor or president or... I- I love that. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, now I feel like our relationship because is Because Chachi can show up to the Republican National like... Convention and give a speech. Scott Baio. <laughs> and, and was, How about the underwear model? And Tony Sabato Jr. Oh, he was on Dancing with the Stars with me. Okay. Okay, can we talk Stories about your... about that? Can we talk about your dance really career? Fast. Hang on. <laughs> That's my claim okay. to fame. Okay. I did not know. You were not just a... You were a real ballerina with American Ballet Theater... Uh, until Mikhail Baryshnikov told you you were too stocky. <laughs> what? Love that. I That's what I like... thought. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. <sighs> you know, sometimes the things you think are worse are the best. Let's hope that happens with right. this political climate. But right. Because this is definitely the worst yeah. ever. Yeah. I would have been like, screw you, Bella, ballet boy. Uh, screw you, screw you, dance belt. I was what really do you know? sad, but I did become an actor and made... You know, and, and now I can walk. I feel if like I would have mil- stayed a dancer, yeah. I wouldn't be able to walk anymore. I feel a million women crying in through Chardonnay. Leah Thompson's too stocky. What am I? Be a- well, he stocky? was. You know what? He, dude, Seriously? he was stocky. That he was the pot calling the kettle black. Which was the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that story. Okay, you're too stocky. Yeah. All right. Um, but so uh, you've been married to uh, Howard Deutsch, of course, the director, since 1989. You met on the set of Some Kind of Wonderful. Okay, can I say I love the other story, though? That at the time, you were dating um, 
uh, what's uh, sorry now see the I name was engaged game. to Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid who you met in Jaws 3D I know presumably neither of you got eaten you played a, a water skiing bunny and you you couldn't water ski or swim now that's acting it is kids yes is. pay attention don't try this at home that's <laughs> risking your life for your work all the time <laughs> I always find myself in these situations where I'm like right uh, galloping a stagecoach through a, a park and <laughs> in some major metropolis and I'm like I don't know how to drive a stagecoach I just put but it on my I'm resume who was it we I'll had do on it. I put it on my resume I didn't think they would actually make me do this who was <laughs> it we had on the actor this and they were like can you drive stick you're like yes of course absolutely what time do I need to be there 6am like, just you know you'll put yourself in any life threatening situation because you're like of course I need the job yeah you'll do crazy things when you're when you're doing a job that you would never do in real life all You're the like, time. All the time. I, I don't know why. You think it's safer and it's just not. Right. You know, like just doing like a car chase with some drunk actor yeah. driving and you're like, yeah. wait, you're coked out. This is not a good time for you to be driving <laughs> a not, car. Not, no. <laughs> you might be doing your own stunts, but I'm not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's talk about Howard the Duck. Let's devote the rest <laughs> of the show. Let's talk about the Howard the Duck hair. I'm a comic book also, nerd. Also, you not sang, even, <laughs> you sang on the way down here. Wait, I, because you got to do all the singing in Howard the Duck. And just the Howard the Duck hair. That 80s hair was fantastic. And you were saying it was really kind of awesome to be in a really famous flop. Like, don't you think like the Trump presidency in history will be the Howard the Duck of presidencies? Except evil. Except really evil. Literally could be the end of our country yeah. as we know it. That's really that wow. close. Wow. I, Thanks, Princess Buzzkill. Sorry. We got to march, kids. We got to march. Um, but anyway. We got to show up. Howard the Duck. I'll get light now. This mm-hmm. is how I have to be on my Twitter feed, too. Light, <laughs> heavy, light, heavy, light. It's yeah. kind of like, have you ever been to a Bette Midler concert? It's like your menstrual period as you get older. Exactly. Heavy, light, heavy, light, heavy, light. Heavy okay, light. now it's gone. You what? know how Bette Midler sings, like, the saddest, sweetest songs? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you cry. Did mm-hmm. you ever know that you're my hero? And she'll, her voice will crack. And she'll get right out from mm-hmm. that song and mm-hmm. then start doing one of her, like... Body numbers. Y- you know, yeah. cute thing. Right. And then she'll go back and... Anyway. And then she's a mermaid. Um, Howard the Duck. But I just pitched a, a, a different version of Howard the Duck right. to Marvel as a director. Fantastic. And well, you know really, that they, they, he showed up in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, I do know. And I was actually in a Howard the Duck comic book. So I, I anyway, I spoke up and I, I said Howard the Duck was never given its due. And I'd like to I see like the silhouette in the dark of you just kissing his beak, just lowering yourself, lowering yourself. People were so upset by that. I don't think people understood what to do with that movie. That's no. how Donald Trump's wives feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's worse than that, honestly. Um, <laughs> although they make it bigger paychecks. You're right. <laughs> Wait, did you get eaten in Jaws 3D? No. You wore a I got bit. Oh. I got bit. Really? Yeah. It was okay? Yeah. Just a little bleeding? It was okay. little, Just a little bite. Mm-hmm. No problem. Okay. No um, problem. <laughs> I've so, had a crazy career. Yeah. I love I, some kind of wonderful. I mean, that is, uh, 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 well, I, I, again, I am an acting school, uh, let's just say subordinate of Eric Stoltz's. But um, yeah, it was just a, that was a, and, and it must have special meaning to you because you met your husband. I mean, that's. Yeah. 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 And it's a, it's a really beloved movie. A lot of people still really like it. I have like, you know, because I have a lot of contact. I do co- a lot of comic cons. Right. Back in Future and Howard the Duck. And so I have a lot of contact with actual fans. Mm-hmm. So I actually see what they actually look like and, 
you know, are. Yeah. And a lot of them really do love some kind of wonderful. And also, weirdly, my show switched at birth that I did for five years. Yes. With the whole. And of course, you're pretty enough to have starred in every Hallmark movie ever. Yeah. <sighs> Suck on it, girls. Um, oh. oh. I loved Caroline in the City. I mean, I've loved everything you've done. Um, you t- you actually talk about Red Dawn being the most fun to make, which I w- you wouldn't think so. But you were like uh, Charlie Sheen was a madman even then and really fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were all really fun. And Jennifer Grey was so cute. Yeah, Girl Crush Wednesday or yeah. Woman Crush Wednesday. She's so Danielle, cute. And wonderful. That's the movie she and Patrick Swayze didn't dance in, right? No, <laughs> right. Um, they actually didn't really like each other on that show, and then they went to do Dirty Dancing together. I was like, Jennifer, how are you going to do that? You really didn't get along with him that great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I had a great time riding horses and shooting guns. It worked out. And we were also, like, two, like, liberal girls, and we were in the middle of this red, you know, right-wing, gun-toting uh, movie. Yeah. And, God, it's just so crazy now. Is it, but, I mean, isn't it? I mean, it is, I have to say, of all the weeks to have you booked, I mean, the com- the combination of Back with the Future and Red Dawn, where, I, I mean, wasn't it John Chait that said that in his piece? He said, to think of the party of Reagan being okay with a former KGB guy installing the president of the United States. Like, it just, I, it is so, I mean, my dad ran with Goldwater in 64. I my dad was a prosecutor at Nuremberg. I can't imagine there's Nazis in the streets. I mean, it, but like, some of them are running, good guys. They're running child molesters. Some of them are very good people. Okay. No, I know. I know. It's I. It's so upsetting. I. I, I mean, this is not just not the party of my dad and Goldwater, or not the party of Reagan. This is I. I just don't. Don't. I feel like we've never been in the situation where we have like a. The Republican Party is is complicit, and we don't even know to what degree yet in all of this, everything, treason. I don't even know what you want to call it, but it's almost like it's America against Russia and, right, his we, stooge in the Oval Office. We didn't know the invasion was going to be not a traditional invasion. Exactly. It was going to be done right. over Twitter and over Facebook and through our social media and infiltrate us that way. And this is Red Dawn now. Yeah. yeah. It's internet web Red Dawn. And I see, Leah, you retweeted uh, um, Alexandria Ocasio, uh, it, 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 as I did, too, because I just think she's the future. Not only is she this fantastic, fierce, like, 28-year-old Latina, but I feel like she's not buying into the to the division like you know cnn's like oh you know so uh, is this the, the end for the democratic establishment, establishment and nancy pelosi and, blah, blah, and she's like no i'm a proud democrat and you know what i talked about is going to win in some districts and uh, you know because some people were like oh can she win in iowa and she's like hey guess what i'm not i'm not running in iowa <laughs> i'm running in the bronx where you know you tweeted that one where she wore out her shoes right Knocking door to door, you know, and well, that's where that's where Trump was smart and you know, with the stupid rallies and all that crap, you know, right. because he's because he's a, a sneaker salesman. Yeah, and a reality star, he can fill up these houses and he's doing it. But we we need to remember about the working people and the unions and how that's really important to have a fair wage and all of that, which all seems like I don't know why they don't care. Why don't they care? So you played because a villain. The you, corporations. you played a villain in uh, Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> but it is, you're right, like, he actually is a villain. <laughs> this is actually not a, a, a reality show anymore. Well, he's also funny. That's how he also wins people over. He's kind of funny. 
really listen to him. He's funny, especially if you agree with him. Uh, you I, know, he's I like... I don't get it. I don't get it. Makes all these jokes, and that's mm-hmm. what his people Oh, say. you mean the one about um, sexually assaulting uh, yeah. Elizabeth Warren with, yeah, a, right. with a, a DNA kit up her oh vagina? Because oh she's God. Pocahontas? I know. Um, pardon me. I'm a comedian, and... Uh, <laughs> It's funny, but okay. I appreciate your. We're doing the vagina monologue today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. It's been such a hard day. All right, let's just leaven it with a little. What was Tom Cruise like? Come on, you played everybody's love interest, but in all the right moves. I mean, right? I really like Tom Cruise, and I recently spoke out about. I mean, I think it's important in this kind of. Me too. Times up to speak out about the good guys, and he was a really good guy for me. He was really helpful, and he like really stood up to the producers specifically about that yeah. I was supposed to be nude in two scenes, and I didn't. We didn't think that was necessary, so yeah. we talked them out of one of them, or we talked them out. He yeah. helped me. He had my back. Yeah. And so I think he was a really cool dude. I like him. He was very, very. <laughs> uh, like I was saying, he's he's. It's hard to really know who he really is. He's a, he's yeah. ultra polite. Yeah. In a kind of almost passive aggressive way. I'm not going to make any jokes about the fact that he didn't want to see Leah Thompson naked. Let's just <laughs> move on. Let's just move on and forget that happened. That's good. No one's, no one's um, gone that way with this. <laughs> but hey, I, now, I thought he was cool. And, he, and, 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 and he's a very good actor. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to see Mission Impossible. It's yeah. really boring. I hate yeah. these crash movies. I know. I want to kill myself. <laughs> There's enough drama in the world. You know, you want this is why I think, like, as, again, <laughs> despite my crush on Leah Thompson, like everyone else, I just feel like we would pull each other down into the cesspool no, of despair. No. I just feel like we both are so depressed and we're both so <laughs> riled up. But you have someone to fight we with. We just like how is Howard? How is Howard? You've been married 25 years. Does he calm you? Do I? What do I need? Do I need someone to calm me? Like, really, what I'm does not, he do? I'm does not he like, usually like this. this there, there. These are desperate times. Right. You know, usually I'm very, very nice. None of us are ever fucking like this. No, sorry. right. I, I know. I'm usually really nice and polite, and I don't want to piss anybody off. And, like, you know. I said this. How the ha- all the hate tweets and all that garbage that Donald you're setting Trump, yourself up He's for. making us all mean. He's like, because we're just exposed to such constant meanness, horribleness, racist, sexist, homophobic bullshit. That's just, like, it's hard to, right? And then they're accusing us of being uncivil. I mean, so what? Stephen Miller got the flip the someone flipped him the bird. Really, he threw away eighty dollars worth of sushi. Uh, Stephen Miller, the guy who took whose policy is to take all these kids. Yeah, he went to get sushi, and the sushi restaurant when they they gave him eighty dollars worth of sushi takeout, he'd order it to go. The chef come or the bartender comes up, flips him off, gives him the double birds. Yeah, he He goes. I was so so upset. upset. I threw the sushi out. Had to throw his sushi out. Isn't that a perfect, like... Wow. I thought we're supposed to be snowflakes. Right? Because we get upset when little babies are put in cages. And who throws out $80 worth of sushi? Who eats $80 worth of sushi by themselves? I would. Elites. (laughs) Elite. I love that word. Elite. That's his word. I know. He is from Santa Monica. Yeah, but that's what I mean about us letting them shame us about civility or anything else or coastal elites or, you know, actresses like Leah Thompson and Alyssa Milano should shut the fuck up. You're like, Really? Because Ted Nugent, you got you invited him to the White House, and he threatened to shoot Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Like, I don't think I'll go to jail for that shit. What yeah. the fuck? I knew I'd get her to swear before the end of this. <laughs> I did it. That's fucking crazy. I can't take it. 
Um. Anyway, <laughs> no, sorry. I you know. got me on a bad day. No, I'm, no. Literally, every day's a bad day. Intense. Uh, uh, yeah. Thing I've ever done. Like right. I'm just like can't shut up. What What set you off? What 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 made today specially? I'm just is, so is upset. All of it. I'm 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 so that Mitch McConnell didn't allow Barack Obama to get uh, Merrick Garland. Uh, uh, Merrick Garland. It's it's disgusting, and I feel like. It's not working. I feel like our government's not working. And it breaks my heart because I love America and I always believed it was basically good and that it worked for all the people. And then when I say something like that, someone goes, well, how did you think we felt when Barack Obama was in office trying to get you health (laughs) care, you jerk? Like, what? Oh, that was so bad. Like, he was so bad. He was so polite and he was so nice and he was black. Like, you're just pissed off about that. Mm -hmm. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, th- that's false equivalency. No, it's one hundred percent. And now a trade war and and this garbage, yeah, garbage destroying the environment. People de- pulling apart the hard work that our Congress and our Senate has been doing for twenty, thirty years. Yeah, mm-hmm. foreign pulling policy. Pulling it apart in one moment, getting rid of everything that NATO, everyone's our, NATO, our allies, our yeah. allies, Canada, Mexico. The EU. Yes. Everything that we've worked hard for to gain, they're destroying in one It's almost like it's some master plot to destroy America from within by some hostile foreign adversary. It's so weird. It is weird. And it's weird because it's right there in front of us and it's always been. Yeah. That's but that's, that's what the Jonathan Chay piece says. Like, what I, I get that the media, I mean, part of the way the media is behaving is how we freaking got here in the first place. It's like, oh, both sides do it. No, that's just crazy. And oh, the presence couldn't possibly be. It's like, Yes. Look at, you know, like when all these pieces come together, Leah, and I think when Mueller is done, I mean, I think Jonathan Chait's right. I think Malcolm Nance is right that we are going to be astounded. Uh, And I truly believe, maybe I'm being happy clappy, he's going to get them, that this is going to be too, I mean, what we know already is too damning. I mean, I just, and I'm telling you, you know what, he's going to take this whole party down with him and good, because even like prominent conservatives like Bill Crystal and Max Boot are saying this party needs to be destroyed to rebuild itself. They are complicit in treason at this point. And in, in I mean, are they really going to pretend this isn't important what's happening at the Supreme Court? That we're going to put someone in that's going to, you know, say, oh, no, no, the president's above the law. Doesn't, doesn't need, no. That's why I think yeah. we need to be careful how we talk about it because if we start screaming only about Roe versus Wade, which, P.S., we've had a conservative... Uh, we've had a conservative court for many years. I don't know the exact yeah. number. It's like 30 or 40 yeah, no, it's been, Yeah, it's been... It's been conservative for a very long most time. Most of my lifetime. And they have never overturned Roe versus Wade. And if they do... Yeah. But there's much bigger fish to fry here. That's yeah. a really, really bad thing. Yeah. But most people that are poor can't afford to get an abortion anyway in those, yeah. in those states that really people need Limited. it already. So... I think we need to really focus also yeah. on the other issues. Well, when and people not just say scream about that one, when but people unions say, are coming up though, that's oh yeah, the well, they against unions. Without the unions, there is no people who aren't in unions don't realize. Like I do non-union movies, the reason that non-union movies make any sense is because of the union movies. Yeah, because unions pull up everybody, mm-hmm. right? Even non-union people, right? They don't realize that. Yeah. I mean, in this latest Supreme Court ruling, it's like, oh, yeah, you should get the benefits but not have to pay for, you know, not not have to contribute to your union. I mean, it's just, it's sort of astounding on every level. <laughs> I mean, it's just, and, and I think that, you know, what we what we don't, like, sort of, 
Leah, what I think is because people have a, they need to survive mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. And I feel people are like, oh, that's not going to happen. Like, did you ever think this was going to happen? No. Like, yes, this is fucking going to happen. Women are going to lose their right to choose. They're going to die. Like, I, Travis and I are gay. I said to my mother the day after my 95-year-old Trump voting Republican mom, I was crying when she called. I was like, you know, mom, I wanted you to see me get married. You know, and I, I mean, you really don't think they're going to overturn marriage equality? Absolutely they are, if they get a chance. I'm getting married on August 25th before it's too late. Yeah. That's really scary yeah. that you have to feel that way. Yeah. That's that's it's, the, my repel, no should feel that way. My repellent personality and my crush on you is what prevents me from actually finding happiness. But that's not important now, Leah. Oh. Let's talk about. Let's focus. Can't throw can't throw something weird out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone talked about after um, Nixon was impeached or not impeached, but after Nixon resigned, how people lost their faith and their trust in government. And that was like the year I was born, so I did not experience that firsthand. But are we going to have something like that when Trump is taken out? Because people aren't going to want to trust government. They're going to they're going to really see how bad he's government, not government can be. He's an anal- but but an- the Republican anomaly. Party's in with that. Yeah, is that anything that I don't know. I don't I don't know how he's. I don't know. I don't know how people, especially Christian people, can stand up for him. It just makes no sense yeah. to me. Every single thing he says or does, the way he looks, the women he's married, the women yeah. he's screwed around on, the everything about the way he's right. lived his life is not not by Christian values yeah. and, and no. I just would hope that somebody in the churches would start to our, say, you know and our friend John Fuel saying you sent me that story had a conversation with a Christian woman for you know 20 minutes I guess and you know because John knows the Bible inside and out and she they just can't they can't name one thing about him that is Christian or that he has done that is Christian and you know that's going to be another reckoning in this country is why evangelical Christians supported this man. It's all racism. Yeah. I, that's the only thing that can boil down. Yeah, I mean, how are the soybean farmers going to be lose their business well, now? I don't care. Like, they're, they're just like, like oh, well, love him. at least the N-word's not president. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, right? It's really amazing. Like, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, it is really upsetting to me, though, because I, you know, because yeah. we've been around a while. We've yeah. seen a lot of stuff. And I always did believe it basically worked. Yeah. And now I don't. And so and now you're just, the you're the broken down uh, drunken Lorraine. Yeah, Lorraine. <laughs> no, no, I still. You know, I I went and I marched the other day, and then I started to feel better. I think if you feel like you can do something about it, then it. Well, when you go to those marches, what, you, you're surrounded by people who are like minded. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes I don't yeah. agree. Like right. you know, sometimes I'm like that's too far. Like you know, yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. You know, I'm always like, hemp people focus. We have to get the traitor out of the White House. Okay, we'll get to your shit. Like, to, yeah. I think you were in the VIP area. We were down like in, yeah. in the crowd, and it was like there was like a drum circle over here with women dancing, and there was somebody on their megaphone over here shouting, and we were trying to listen to Kamala Harris speak. Mm-hmm. And it was like, let her talk because she's got something really she's important. She's amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know what, Leah? There's no more Bernie. No more Hillary. No more establishment. No more corporate. No more this. No more that. We we have got to be united. And we, our last chance is this blue wave, is this blue tsunami to get back the levels of power, levers of power to, to affect this. Well, it is uh, astonishing. It is a country that always amazes you. It amazed me that yeah. Barack Obama was not was nominated oh, and yeah, then won. Like you just remember? never know. We were you never so know happy. if people can start. You just find get behind somebody. Like why was Bernie Sanders so popular? Like mm-hmm. he's a real socialist, and that was yeah. such a completely dirty word. 
Um, like oh no, Alexandria Ocasio, like she's getting shit on Twitter, and I'm gonna say they're probably Russian bots, but they're like, oh, she's a sellout. She like you know disowned socialism and said she's a Democrat. I'm like, we cannot afford any of these divisions. We actually can't afford divisions. We've got to welcome the people like Bill Crystal and Max Boot and Joe Scarborough, you know, mm-hmm. wh- whoever, Steve Schmidt, Nicole Wallace. We've got to welcome them all and say, if you would like to save our democracy and then start over, join us. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 this is literally our democracy that is like, I, I, I just, um, I, every day I feel like I cannot, I can't believe I still can be, feel something and be outraged and be. Because that's what we're hoping is we're going to get exhausted and despair and right. It is. It is important to uh, keep keep uh, some friends tight and keep keep your will strong. I don't know. It's uh, it's something. But you know that's what's really great about being an artist. Because I mean, and that's the other thing I go like every single artist that you admire, every single person you think is cool, every single person that you try to copy their clothes. They think this is insane, but you think you're right. This one guy, Ted Nugent, yeah, is like, you know, I'm like every single artist is like, this is insane. Yeah. So we we are a great front against this. I mean, I saw this uh, Sorry to Bother You the other night. Oh, yeah. A new movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's a really great movie and uh, really interesting. And, you know, as long as we can make this art and make this little art and big art and things that get people to question and get people to think that it's cool to see two women, two men, black, white, Chinese, like, you know, old, young. As as long as we can keep that going, I think we'll have to win, you know, but pretty soon, like, I don't know, you know, but I I do feel power in being an artist and and trying to to create and to Well, easy for you to say your marriage and your romance was fucking scripted by John Hughes. Who, Who has that in their life, really. Well, you also pass that on John to your daughters, Hughes too. maybe some kind of wonderful, like your husband direct, where you met him you and now you're happily married for 25 years and you have two beautiful, really talented daughters. Whatever! I am drunk and bitter, Lorraine, and I... <laughs> <laughs> you were the one who wanted me to get these things. <laughs> you want them back, you have but the good news is you look better than Drunk Lorraine. <laughs> I guess. You, you turned out better. I love that character. No one will let me play Drunk Lorraine now. I know. I actually keep her on my reel. I'm like, dude, I did this when I was 25. Yeah. Can you let me do it now so without the, the makeup? Person. I know. You don't, you don't, Isn't that amazing? They would makeup ra- to make you look like that. Uh, you. Well, no. But the range that let you play was so fantastic. I mean, I, well, yeah. my personal favorite is 1955, really horny Lorraine. Oh, really over-sexed Lorraine. Really repressed. <laughs> It's a good thing. Uh, why don't we? Why, can you pitch a new version of Carol with us? With it's you as 1955 over sex Lorraine and me. A new new version of uh, she's talking about Carol. Carol the, the lesbian movie. The lesbian movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Or we, you fall in love with me over my Trump uh, Trump hating passion. You are right, hard well, not to fall in love with my we'll, darling. Listen, dear. we'll spit, my beautiful we'll spitball resist it. girl. <laughs> we'll spitball it later. Your husband can direct it. I'm fine. I'm easy like that. <laughs> I can't believe he went to school with Eric Stoltz. Stoltz, yes. He's so handsome. Isn't oh, he, he is. He oh my God, is. yes, he's dreamy. He's handsome, and romantic. I remember I, asking uh, my freshman acting teacher. I'm like, why does Eric get an A in acting? I got a <laughs> fuck. I got. He's like, he's like, the kid's got it. What are you gonna do? I was like, he said that. Whatever. Yeah. 
He is really great. Yeah, and he does I have just, it. I just, saw him, I just saw him at a, we both directed movies in uh, my, my movie, The Year Spectacular Man, and he had directed a beautiful movie. And we were at a, a, the Napa Film Festival, speaking of wine. And, Hello. Uh, he, he got to meet my kids, and it was really neat, because I did three movies with Eric. Yeah, I know. I did know. The Wildlife, I did Back to the Future, which he got fired from, and I did Some Kind of Wonderful. Wait, he got fired from Back to the Future? He was Marty McFly. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, so your acting teacher wasn't right mm, all this time. Exactly. Yeah, take that. I should Michael J. Fox, that kid's got Fucking it. solid B. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, John Blankenship, whatever. It <laughs> was. But Eric Stoltz, not like I've held on to it since 1982. Wow, you have a grudge. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, yes, as it turns out, I've only played myself on Diagnosis Murder. So I guess he was right. My point, Leah, is... <clears throat> um, wait, so we didn't even... That's the one co-star we didn't talk about, of course, is... Uh, um, Michael J. Fox. Thank you. I was going to get it. I wasn't pausing. <laughs> but, um, I mean, from everything I've heard, not just such a great actor, such a nice guy. I mean, you guys just were so great together. I mean, you don't have that chemistry with everybody you work with, right? No, he was great. I mean, I was really snotty about him because he was a TV star and I was a movie star. So I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So much better. Whatever. But he also had a really specific kind of style of working, which wasn't like the one that most people were doing, which was kind of why I think Eric was fired. Yeah. He had a, you know, a sitcom-y style or like an old-fashioned kind of um, right. more like laurel and hardy or you know what i mean he really studied everything physical yeah which wasn't the style that's a specific thing like he would he did if you watch the movie he does a spit take he does double takes he falls (laughs) off chairs he does that he slips and slides and he jumps over things and he picks up his skateboard this way and he rehearsed everything right kind of like like uh buster keaton would or something yeah so it was an old-fashioned kind of style of acting and um so i was like what is this um, and it was really a different style than I was doing or that, um, you know, Crispin Glover was doing. He was, right. com- Crispin Glover was actually doing Commedia dell'arte. Yeah. Like, yeah, he yeah. did these. I, I learned that. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't use it for any benefit in later life, but I, I learned it. Yeah. Commedia dell'arte. Go ahead. Yeah. So they were all doing these different styles. And, and, uh, yeah. and I was doing whatever, like and the it, horny girl style. That's <laughs> fantastic. And but Eric was doing what style that didn't in he that way in that way work? He was that. doing more of like not the method, but he was doing much more naturalistic. Right. When we finished the read through of uh, this is how I remember it, which I remember shit. Um, but when we finished the read through, he was like, "This is so great, but it's really a tragedy because because Marty McFly remembers a whole history that no one he loves remembers. They right. remember an entirely different story. Right. And it's the truth." So that that kind of like acting that kind of comes from like the truth, yeah, was not to be tolerated in this movie. <laughs> it was not part of the the thing. So, you know, it was a, just a different. You know, it was more of a like this coming right. out of the seventies and De Niro that kind of yeah acting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, it turned out fantastic. So, it did. It you did. know, it's a I great mean, movie. But then you went yeah. to TV, and you were like one of the first big like movie actresses to go to TV. Yeah, and then when you did Caroline in the City, you were calling, uh, uh, what's his name? Michael. Michael J. Fox going, help me. I need to do a double take and a me. together. <laughs> oh my God. What happened on Family Ties? Help me. Yeah, I know. It's true. <laughs> well, you know. But now everyone's wanting to do TV. Yeah. Well, there's no movies. Like, there's zero movies. Right. So, uh, it's a weird, it's a weird. And I, well, there's a really weird thing that happens. 
and it's really creepy and needs to stop. Once a woman pushes a baby out of her vagina, mm-hmm. she can't be a movie star anymore. Mm. Like a uh, like a really? big screen girl about that movie star. Wow. That's why they all adopt. Is someone even as pretty as your daughters? I swear to God. <laughs> There's very few of them. No, yes. You push really pretty, pretty ones out. Doesn't that count? No, it doesn't count. That's how you get to be Hollywood royalty, though. Yes. <laughs> According to Pop Sugar. Exactly. But, but your daughter true. turned out well. Yes, my daughters are great. Oh I love them. They're like very strong. You'd love them. They're funny and strong yeah. and smart. and uh, Yeah. I like strong. hearing about that from the next generation. I'd be so happy about that if you would leave uh, <clears throat> Howard for me. But that's not important now. Well, we'll have love, Eric, Eric Stoltz over for we'll dinner always, parties. We'll always have this time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and this time is over. How do we... Oh, whoa, pardon me. How do we support your movie? What, uh, uh, direct, it's on Amazon Prime. She is a singer, dancer, actress, director, ladies and gentlemen, with her fantastic daughters in this film. Uh, it's so great. The Year of Spectacular Men. It tells a story. It's like a millennial kind of... No, like, say the name again. Year. The Year of Spectacular Men is my film. Uh, it's a little film that could. We made it with a small budget with so much love and heart. And my daughter Madeline wrote it. And so very rarely do you see a movie about a young woman that's written by a young woman. Yeah. Every single young woman I played was written by a 45-year-old man. <laughs> and I played their dream girl, whether I had an AK-47 or not. But this is like a real story. Um, and it's about how it can be very depressing to graduate from college and not know what you're doing and not really always think that there's like the one thing, the one guy yeah. that's going to make you happy. Yeah. And how you get through life, you need your sister. So when the movie, love story the, about sisters. Her dad had died and she said, mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the thing and mm-hmm. Zoe says what thing and she says the thing that's gonna make me feel better and I don't think that's even an age thing I think that's all yeah, of us I know whether it's about Donald Trump or your personal life or this or that you're like what's is there a thing that's gonna make me feel better right and in addition to your daughters you got like a who's who of like all the hot young guys yeah in the show yeah which yeah, is we, a, we have Jesse Bradford we have Brandon T. Jackson we have uh uh, from Vampire Nick Diaries. Nick Braun. Yeah. Nick Braun is on the new um, Succession store. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sean HBO. HBO. Uh, and Cameron. Gra- Cameron Monaghan, who's on Gotham. Shameless. And Shameless. And uh, we have Avin Jogia, who's like the greatest. He's in every single movie yeah. in the, of all time. And so, yeah, we got a lot of, we got Amy Peets from my show, Switch to Birth. And I have yeah. D.W. Moffat from... Uh, oh no! Amy Pease was from Carolina. Right, right, right. There you yes. go. Yeah. And D.W. Moffat was from Switch at Birth. So okay. I called in all favors yeah. and Alec uh, Mappa. So I got called in all the favors, um, and it's a really beautiful movie. And you know, it's definitely a piece of art. We yeah. really worked hard on it. And a and work of love and a family affair. And it go support it. I, now that you're bringing it up, I feel like I uh, auditioned for Caroline in the City, and I did not really make it. You know, probably to the producer's cut. But I, in real life, I could be your your best friend. You are my best friend. You and I are going to go rally together. I could, I could be your fourth lead kind of best friend. You know you're what I mean? Like just awesome. every now and again. Knock, knock. When I get the power. Hi. When I get some power. Hi. You've got power. You just made a movie. Want to go both ways? No, still not. Okay, fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but what? Travis. It's a very pure love now. <laughs> and also, Sorry. can I just say, we have the first uh, happy hour picture where we are both flipping uh, Donald Trump the bird. 
And yes. that was her idea. It really happened. Yeah. So. I'm in a mood. Sorry, yeah. guys. I know yeah. I'm going to get a lot of shit for yeah. this. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I'm too old. And I got now, her to like, swear a lot, which is fucking awesome. We've all got feelings that we got to get out right now. Yeah. I know. Let's, we got the feels. We got the feels. Leah Thompson. But uh, if you need if you need to feel better, it's on Amazon, iTunes, VOD. And it's fantastic. It really is a feel-good, fantastic Thanks. movie. And uh, I, you're fantastic. And Travis, I know. I got your no-gushing memo. Whatever. I mean, we're all gushing, but... Uh, a fan of yours as, a, as a, a fierce voice, an activist, actress, director, everything. Now, uh, just really exciting to meet you. Thank you so much. I love Thanks. you, Leah I Thompson. love you, too. Let's, let's, let's cheers over a better day soon. Yes. A better Yoo-hoo! day. Happy, happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour.